Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. I am Tim Lanning, and with me tonight is Jennifer Cheek. Hey, everyone. And special guest, Dylan Johnson. Hello. Hey, guys. It's just us three tonight. Uh, Hopefully you're sitting down, because we are going to do another Crackpot Theories episode. The thing is, Nick and... Michael Thrifting or tomorrow, uh, don't get into the crackpot theories uh, quite the same way that yeah. that we do. Not that they don't like them, right? Just that we're a little crazy about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. And to get the special brand of crazy, I had to bring up the the person that got me into the crazy theories first, Dylan Johnson. So the, this is our spoiler cast episode, and they have we have nothing for you, friends, who have not read all five books. Um, I don't think we're going to touch on anything of the advanced The Winds of Winter stuff, but, um, yeah, we won't do that. We won't spoil any Winds of Winter, but we'll do Hedge Knight stuff. We'll do the Princess and the Queen sort of spoilers, pretty much everything that's been published. So if you have not read it, then skedaddle! I love you. Give us a five-star review. Uh, casttrones.com slash donate or something. I don't remember. Geekly. Dylan, well, tell us a little bit about yourself real quick. <laughs> well, I really didn't start reading the books until much later after you, Tim, got me into them. But then when I read them all in rapid succession, I had this I got you into these books? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. The podcast um, started actually job, before Simpson. I even started reading. Um, oh my goodness. And then once I got into them, I just desperately needed more. So I just <laughs> didn't stop reading at three in the morning, the late night Wikipedia <laughs> articles on on these theories, and like then West I started Rose telling org and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey man, did you hear about this? Like, what the shit? It's probably yeah. like our favorite thing when the three of us get together is be like, all right, let's talk about some there's messed been pl- up Game of Thrones so like, theories. There's been plenty of time. We, uh, Dylan went to grad school at Harvard <laughs> with Jennifer, so there's plenty of here. Everyone did. <laughs> I, you probably did if you're listening to this. I didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> uh, where we would get together, and after the first couple times, it got really embarrassing. So picture 15 friends together. Eventually, it would either be me and Dylan in a corner, which would be like furiously, what about this? And like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. And guys, this is a funeral. You're not... Stop it. This is embarrassing. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. What if Tywin was poisoned by the Red Viper? That's why at his funeral, he smelled so bad. I feel like my favorite memory of this is being at our friend's parents' beach house in a hot tub drinking lots of alcohol (laughs) and just like really going to town on an insane game of Thrones we did theories. it two summers in the row, in a row, and I remember the second summer just being like, "This is all I'm looking forward to." Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about the beach. I don't care about drinking alcohol by the pool. But no, the thing is, we would Thrones. be like Dylan and I uh, are good at drinking, or <laughs> we like to think we are. So we might be on beer number thirty, just, and probably like, "Hey, did you hear? Tywin was poisoned. Poisoned with the red vibe." We're just barely <laughs> getting just pass out. out at that point. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So we just thought we'd bring that insanity right into the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. going to hopefully... We're in a You're hot tub a hot right tub. now. We are yeah, in a hot tub. We right are now. in a hot tub, all three of us together. Mm, yeah, so nice. um, the just microphone is getting a little wet, so if you, if it's you know... Fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. We're safe. not going to be electrocuted at all. Anyways, uh, here we are for yet another major spoilers uh, episode with um, Crackpot Theories. Yeah. 
And I feel like crackpot theories, like, sometimes it really does mean the, like, truly insane ones, like, mm-hmm. various as a mermaid. But some uh, of them are just very speculative and, and could totally be real. Yeah. So, I, I think mean, we have a mix. In our first episode, we covered various as a mermaid, which is not crackpot, because it's true. It's just 100% true. And yeah. how Jon Snow is Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark's which Sun. is, I think, really out I there. I think that's true, too. No, it's definitely 100% true. Like, if that's not true, then I don't even know what is real is no in truth. life. Because <laughs> George R. R. It, Martin wrote a crappier book than these uh, crackpot theory people. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen, is there's going to be a crackpot theory that's not true. I'm like, oh, I like that one better. <laughs> well, no, honestly, that's what happened to me with Lost. Mm. Like, my idea for what the ending of Lost wa- was going to be was so much better than what it was. Yeah. Was it purgatory? So, oh, I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. the fuck it was. I it was thought it was going to be, gonna be I thought it was going to be multiple universes, and that's cool. Oh, Pat, they were spoiling Lost by the now. You know, God, guys, if you Oh, yeah, this is Lost spoiler. Before. I'm going to spoil every TV show your viewers watch. <laughs> anything. Yeah. Anything three... It, 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 it's crazy yeah. that this person died. Oh, almost like in uh, Breaking Bad when Yada Yada died. Yeah. Yeah, and Degrassi Junior High when Wheels uh, <laughs> got AIDS. Oh, man. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Super AIDS. That's fucked up. I can't remember I can't... which character, but one of them actually does. So. Oh, so sad. Degrassi. Yeah. Did, did you say Wheels as in Drake? Do you call Drake Wheels? When no, not the new generation. The old generation. There's a character named Wheels. In the old generation? I never watched the old ones. Oh my goodness. No. Guys, this is now the Degrassi well. cast. Yeah, I wish it was. <laughs> we should do it. I actually don't care enough about Degrassi to do that. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, do you want to talk about some uh, theories? Yeah, let's talk about some theories. All right. Uh, y'all, have you heard that Cold Hands is the Night's King? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard You that. have? Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Do you yeah, think that. that maybe we should explain, remind people who the Night's King is? Because I feel like that could be forgotten. Exactly. And who Cold Hands is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember Cold Hands, you guys? Who's Cold Hands? Uh, Cold Hands is the, is the person slash creature or something. Other. The undead protector of Samuel Tarly and, and, Gilly, and Bran Stark. Gilly Craster. Gilly Craster. <laughs> Whatever her name is. No, it's uh, Keep, because it's Craster's oh. Keep, so it's Gilly Keep. <laughs> Gilly doesn't have a last name. Mm-hmm. Um, Gilly Wildling is her name. Uh, Gil- what would like bastards be on the wall? What would their last name be? I like Ice. Gilly Ice. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Gilly Ice. Gilly Frost. Because um, I know the north is snow. Yeah. There's, there's stone. There's hill. There's stone trees. is already a thing. That's in the veil. There's flowers. Flowers is a thing. Sand. Let's go through all them right now. Sand. Sand. Hill. Mm-hmm. Woolly mans. Flowers. Woolly mans. <laughs> uh, what are the the um, stone? Yeah, Stone's one. Snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the one for the uh, Greyjoys? They have rivers. One. Oh yeah, rivers is. One. And then um, I don't know what the Greyjoy one is. Greyjoy's not a known area; it's not a kingdom. Oh, they don't have a last name. The one we're missing is King's Landing area. Oh shit, I don't remember. Or Dragonstone, Stormland, Storm. Storm. Oh, the yeah. Greyjoys' bastard name is Squid Arm. Squid arm. <laughs> it's calamari. It's a, yeah, it's suction cup. Guys, yeah. so that was our way of letting you know we're legit because we just went through and yeah, said every single, I'm going to say it again, uh, Storm. I don't know, that's No, it's, this is that, that's boring. It is say. boring. I was caught off guard that Hill is the uh, Westerlands one. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. Kind of boring. And the veil is, is sewn. Because yeah. they got mountains there. <clears throat> I guess, I don't know. So... Cold hands, Cold hands is the person that escorted Gilly and Sam. Yeah, and um, the, the the fandom 
has thrown several different ideas of who Cold Hands is. The two most popular are the Night's King. That's kind of what the non-crazy people think is true. Mm-hmm. And Benjamin Stark. That's what the idiots think is true. Hey, I thought that was true for a, a while. You're fucking idiot. <gasps> yeah. Rude. And, and actually, are, you know... <laughs> there are other there are other less um, prominent theories about this guy. Because what's obvious is that he's a white. Okay? So he escorts... Yeah. He actually escorts sure. uh, Bran, Hodor, the Reeds, all to that yeah. weird little tree, if you remember. Yes. And they're yes. scared. Yeah, they're like and he's riding on this giant elk, so everything's oh my God, weird it's about so this awesome. guy. Guys, did yeah. you know that elk dies? I forget about. I forgot about that. Oh, they really? ate the elk for a week. Oh, that's right. Gone. They that's did. Right. I forgot about that. Wow, downer, man. Up. Damn, shit. Super sad. Pour one out for he's, the elk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drink a sip for that elk right now. Yeah. Elk. And um, basically, the, th- the here here's what we know about him. He ha- he's wearing a night watch style outfit. But he's all in black. All yeah. in black, faded blacks. Um, his hands are. He's black. He's goth. He's goth as hell. Goth as hell. Yeah. <laughs> he's either um the the Night's King Benjamin Stark or the lead singer uh, of um Tears AFI. For Fears. Tears for Fears. Oh, all these things. Yeah. Uh, they, do they ever see his face at all? No, because he has a he has a scarf around it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. he's tall. He's Kurt. tall. And so when you read in book two three, excuse me. Three. You're not too sure who he is at all. You have no idea. They just kind of describe him as having black hands. Yeah. I think I just thought it was Benjamin because Benjamin was lost. And I was like, maybe this is him. So it's it's like a Nightwatch guy. Then uh, in book four, you learn a little bit more about him, I think, because Samwell talks about him, even though it's like past that time. Basically, Samwell meets him and doesn't really get much more information because it's a, it's one of those situations where George R. R. Martin skips a lot of time. Yeah. But the children of the forest that Bran meets say that, like, he's, like, old mm-hmm. and kind of like a tortured soul. Which means it can't, it really probably can't be Benjamin Stark. Right, right. He's old. He's but, been around for But the a thing is, ben, people think Benjamin is going to come back up because they found Benjamin's two pals that went ranging with and him. And he's not been found. Exactly. So either he just is, his corpse is somewhere else, or he'll come up again. Exactly. Maybe. I don't know. So Dylan, right. who is the Night's King? Okay, so the Night's King, I think we learned basically all the nitty gritty details from old Nan, um, mm-hmm. who's telling... I don't know, Bran or somebody. Yeah, um, Bran is mentioning it when he's in the night fort. He also right. says right. it about the rat cook or the rat king. Yeah. Yes. I always want to call it. No, it's the rat cook. Rat cook. It's the rat cook. He's not yeah. the guy from there's Ninja like, Turtles. M- there's multiple stories that Bran is talking with yeah. the old Nan had told him. Because the old Nan is right. dead as hell. Oh, she's so dead. Oh, so dead. yeah, she is dead. Or yeah. Ramsay Snow fed her to a dog. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Either way, it's not a good end. Um, so this, so this Night King, we kind of get from this old Nan story. I mean, he's mentioned elsewhere, um, just kind of offhand, but we only get the backstory from old Nan where she tells us that, number one, he was a, uh, Lord Commander of mm-hmm. the Night's Watch a very, very long time ago, like yeah. thousands of years he, ago. He's a, he's from the Age of Heroes. So, right. you know, he's from Bran the Builder, Florian yeah. the Fool, all those guys. Yeah. See, that's the problem with the, the Starks is that their, like, dynastic history goes back thousands of years so, so it, it doesn't yeah. seem like while all the other kind of kingdoms only go back or i should say they're not really kingdoms but 
all the yeah. other houses will only go back a few hundred years. Uh, right, because yeah. the blood of the first men is in and I, and I think it's not just the Starks, it's like all those like northern ones, too. Well, like, like, think about Karstark. I just read a part in Dance of Dragons where Jon Snow's slinging Mad Gan at Stannis, and he's basically like, well, at least the Karstarks have Stark blood, and then Jon's like, Every goddamn house has Stark blood in it by this yeah. point, you know, it's yeah. true. in the North. Right, so so we get this story about this uh, Lord Commander who m- probably was actually a Stark himself. The mm-hmm. This text yeah. kind of leaves us ambiguously unclear on that detail. But it hints, it hints at it, uh, that he... It, small yeah. sidebar, uh, I read a, a something that was saying that Ramsay Snow was a Zora High, which is awesome. Uh, but it kind of made this interesting point that Maybe mo- so many of these stories, good and bad, and these heroes are attributed to be Starks, but they're not. Yeah, it's possible. Because it's, like it's an been easy so thing. long ago. Like, I mean, that's what I think when I read these stories. Like, I am like, oh, well, if I read this, and I can infer this. But it's like, well, this one might not even be true. And as Sam said, he can only go back to like uh, Lord Commander, like six or seven hundred before that. No records. Yeah, because there's been 998. Yep. John is a 998. Yeah, and Jorah Mormont will be the 1,000th, whatever. All right, go ahead, <laughs> David. Sorry. Right. So so we have this Lord Commander thousands of years ago, probably a Stark. Um, the story goes that he falls in love with, for lack of a better word, seems to be this really attractive white. Um, no. Yeah. Or walker. And and other. And other. That's, yeah, that's and the other. whites or the zombie ones. Yeah, we got to keep it straight. Whites, zombies, others... Are the uh, I said, right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I was confused. But, I know the shows kind of changed things a little bit. It, well, um, it has. Right, they though. call them different things. You have to remember that in the the books, the others are essentially ice elves. They wear this weird ice armor yeah. that like shimmers. Their swords are incredibly cold, so they instantly crack steel. But they're fair to look upon, and they have language. <clears throat> yeah, it, right. it's very different than the show version of them. Go, uh, go to Amazon. Uh, probably use our affiliate link so we can get the big bucks. <laughs> um, and then look up the Game of Thrones graphic novel. Yeah. And the ver- in page like five, you'll see a pretty interesting picture of a white for the very first one. Sorry, one more time. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. So, so, but absolutely right. So this woman is a an other. Um. So not one of the mindless zombies, but one of the you know important, somewhat elegant looking creatures. I suppose. Yeah. Imagine Anyways. if it wasn't that. You felt yeah. like that zombie's hot. <laughs> That's like getting in necrophilia at that point. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know what to think. Um, although Craster probably totally did that. So <laughs> oh, for sure, he's a nasty son of a bitch. So yeah. what do you, never mind. Yeah. So so anyway, so the Lord Commander falls in love with her, basically marries her, which is a big no no. Um, well, he's not supposed to marry anyone for a couple reasons. Yeah, for a couple reasons. Um, but basically ends up setting up his own kingdom on the wall. Um, and long story short. His brother, apparently his brother, has to come up north, kill him, and kind of settle things. So this yeah. is the reason, this connection with the white, other white, and the fact that Cold Hand said, I died a very long time ago, which yeah. a lot of people see as disqualifying Benjen as the possible right. individual that's being said, because if it is Benjen, he died like a year ago. I know yeah, the, the like show two messed, years ago, yeah, probably. Two years max, right? Because, Not a long time, regardless. Right. Especially when he meets up with Sam, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, Clash of, or whatever, Storm of Swords. Yeah. And, uh, it's also a fun little fact is, uh, the Stark and Winterfell at that time meet, uh, hooks up with Jeremy, the king beyond the wall, who it somehow made the horn 
of Jeremy, which is what Mance Raider is searching for, that is rumored to bring down the wall. That's a small sidebar. I think it's interesting. But it is. But yeah. obviously there's something it's interesting because Cold Hands can't like go beyond the wall. He cannot. He can't go past it. The wall has some sort of a magic against whites yeah. and, and others. Melisandre and- said that her magic is stronger at the wall too. So the wall is hella magic. So it's almost like makes you wonder if the wall is magic from Relore or something. My, my it depends on what you think about. My if opinion Relore is, is real or not. Most, there's been a lot of people that think that there's an ice dragon inside the wall. Oh my gosh! And they think I've that- also heard there's an ice dragon in Winterfell. Yes. I've heard that too. Yes. I've also heard that there's Lightbringer under Winterfell. Which yes, you you to- that's the one you told yeah, me that you I loved. Yeah, you told us that. That's like, a good one because it was like that's why there's uh, hot springs is because fucking fire sword is beneath. Oh man! Yeah, that was great because that that was Azora High was Brand mm-hmm. the Builder, and we I actually do get one other clue as to who this knight knight's king is, kind of confirming the fact that he's a Stark. Is when Bran? Do you remember when Bran starts? I think it's in book five, four when Bran starts warging, like not warging, sorry, but goes in full tree mode and starts blasting yeah. through time and seeing things. He's in the yes. weirwood yes. net. Yeah, he actually has one of his last visions uh, is of him executing someone named Bran or Brandon, which he assumed was, um, I don't even know who he assumed it was, but the, the reigning theory is actually that the Night King was named a Brandon, which is pretty, oh, pretty typical. Pretty off, and he's, you know. And, yeah. But he, he's warging into one of his ancestors, executing his own brother, who is the Night King. Interesting. Shit. Yeah. I need to go People read also all of Bran's like, weird stuff again. So- and it's also good to, to note that people think the biggest thing is the Night's King is associated with Cold Hands. Another small theory is that Cold Hands is the son of the Night's King. Oh, with, it, he's with, half with other, the, half other. whatever, which doesn't really explain the dead ass hands necessarily. So I don't know if I believe that. Well, I guess I could. He's I definitely mean, he. What's interesting is that he's certainly different from all the other whites around him. Yeah. Um, but his physical description sounds like a white. I mean, he has blue eyes, dead exactly. skin, the black hands. I, I don't know, frostbite or something. Um, yeah. Well, because the blood congeals in your hands. They said it actually yeah. in one of the books. Yeah. Like all the blood congeals at your extremities. So, but that's a white thing, not an other thing. Correct. Right. Which is what's interesting is that everything points, but he has, you know, he can speak, he can think, he's not, he's not a white in a certain right. way. Right. Which... And I think that's why people think he could be the son mm-hmm. is because he reanimated, but he still has some of that other DNA and human along, so a reanimated guy that's both, um, Man. could maybe break the rules. Some people think that it's just a green seer inside a dead, random ass oh. tall, Night's Watch guy from a thousand years ago. Like he like hoedored <laughs> into he it. He hoedored into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ran into it. I guess. And I, but... I actually read a good article on the logic of that. In that, if that were the case, then it would need you know presumably the fact that you can warg into a white, which seems a bit problematic considering like uh whatever the eagle's name was, Orthol or Orel, Orel and his eagle. Yeah, Orel and his eagle couldn't warg back into any body, and he was pretty good. And same and with the guy that, in the epilogue, Vermeer, um, part yeah. of Seven Skins. He, yeah, he wargs into a living person, but he can't. He can't warg into dead people. So. And he even he even said like, "I'm gonna warg into someone," and I'm pretty sure my once my main body dies, I'm done. Exactly. Unless I, act, yeah. And then the first game he works into bites her own tongue off. So that he goes crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I, it's a really interesting theory. I mean, the whites aren't, I guess they're dead, but they're kind of not, so. Well, they're undead. They're undead. In a classic So sense. can you get around that? Like, and since they're not, like, normal dead, could someone I mean, this, into them? Yeah, this gets into classic zombie uh, criteria yeah. here. Are they fast? <laughs> are they slow? Right. What are the zombie rules? Um, uh, and they definitely have memory because the ones that came in book one, Go directly to like two interesting areas, you know. Yeah, one to exactly. Kill. I forget what the other one went. I but. love the idea that 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 is a white that some like a green seer. That's that's yeah. a cool idea. I like that. Yeah, because that, yeah. that because I feel like there are problems with it being the the Night's King because of the whole black hands thing. Like that is weird. Well, no, because he's he's he is the Night's King that died. Oh, from, so he's just a straight up. Hmm. He's a human. He was the former human ass Stark that died, but he's alive. Yes. Doing things. So well, he's a white. How? He's a white that. But is, he's an intelligent white. So he doesn't. He's he can nothing, talk. He can't talk because he's nothing like any of the other whites. Yeah, right. something's think, different about him. I right? think I lean that it's like a a white situation. Uh, a um, green seer situation. I wasn't that. I or didn't even think about that before, but now I feel like that makes sense to me. Yeah, I guess I the know. question is why. If it is the Night's King, why is it? Uh, why does he? Still live. What, and what's he talk? doing? And what's he doing? Like, what's his purpose? Anyway? I think he's just Blood Raven's lackey. Uh, I mean, weird. the it gets into a much bigger theory about the fact that Bran might go full evil at the end of this story. Oh my um, god, I've heard I would, that. Would love it. Um, I would love it. And so the the reason, I mean, it's weird to see a white apparently being good, but if you think, well, ultimately Bran's gonna go. I mean, I mean. The whites, the others, and the old gods all seem to be connected some way. I mean, they're all north. They're all north of the wall, right? Um, yeah. Something. And so it Look seems, at... yeah, it seems some kind of connection. So the theory is that the reason he's being nice and apparently to Bran is because Bran's ultimately be, going to become the big baddie. Okay, so I have not a theory in my head, but like a train of thought that I want to follow and get opinions on. Let's hear it. So... Ice and fire. Yes. Fire's obviously t- Targaryen, Danny. Danny. Ice is Jon Snow. Jon Snow. But I'm thinking of the gods. When I think of like the two opposing like gods or forces in this, yeah. it's fire and light, Relor, mm-hmm. and then whatever this god is. They call him the Great Other. So, but are Relor and like Targaryens linked? No, they're not. So what's up with that? Like, how is there? Should there be a connection there? What did the the Valerians? worship besides themselves what's it they had a religion separate from everything right so they weren't they didn't worship the seven um that was the andals which they adopted when they got to westeros right um which were imposed on westeros uh by the vandals or the andals sorry i'm actually thinking of they were vandals of their religion they vandaled those werewoods i'll tell you what they did do that that's true um so whatever it was something else is all we know um and but then there's they other describe gods, them right? as like shepherds that just discover the ability to control dragons and then they get magic and then they probably just were insane wizards <laughs> that had no time for religion right but, uh, i just i'm just trying to see because there's obviously a connection between the ice side and this like other right i i definitely force. am so, not 100% the ice and fire is danny happening? and john I, i'm 50/50 danny and john and relor and the great other I feel like it has to be a more overarching thing. Like, I, I feel like in the end, because Tim and I were talking earlier today, like, how do you think this is just, how do you think this is going to end? Like, what, what do you see? The, 
how's it going to end? Right. And, and I was saying, like, I, I think it's going to be a much bigger thing, like, much more than the people. Like, you read these books and you think it's about the people, but really it's going to be like, we're going to all die. Like, this, like, whole War of the Five Kings situation means nothing. Well, yeah, and that's the good thing about Stannis is he kind of recognizes that. He's like, I need to become king so I can fight the others. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm just, like, interested in seeing, like, how Daenerys would react to, like, R'hllor and, like, how that Yeah, works. what does she mention about gods? I don't think she ever cares about them. She, the closest that she's, we get is her talking about Dothraki stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she's had absolutely no contact with any R'hllor people. No red priests or priestesses have met her right. yet. Um, uh, the one crazy puzzle face keeps showing up, but we oh, don't yeah, really know what she is. Oh, um, yeah. Kaif, whatever um, Kaif is, yeah. Asai, whatever. Asai. Yeah. But you, there's think, no, you think it's a yeah. shy or I think it's a, a shy. shy? Yeah, I think it's yeah. just because that's how Jorah says it, and I like it. I disagree with Tim on most pronunciations of people, so. <laughs> we, we all say, well, it's all, like, so different because, well, our other co-hosts, they listen to the audiobooks and, like, they pronounce things, like, a certain way and right. then they pronounce them a certain it way. It drives me... They say gendry and pitire and... Pit- oh, my God, Brian. I can't handle it's that. Pitire Baelish. That's so wrong. Oh, it's gendry. What's, yeah, Peter. what's worse is that the show keeps proving you right and it kills me inside. <laughs> yeah, Cat- exactly. Catelyn yeah. with this E? Why, why not I know. Caitlin? It doesn't make... I never said that until the show. I always said a Caitlyn in my head. But... Right. I don't know why I'm such a fucking genius, but I, I've been... I don't think I've ever been wrong. Well, uh, yes, and, and I mean, I mean everything, but what I'm actually speaking to right now is pronunciation. Yeah, except for Yoronwood, which is Ironwood. Uh, really? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't know. That. I drunkenly said, proved you that said one Piter time. or something weird for Peter Baelish because it's, it's spelled P A E T Y R, and you said something weird. I remember. I joked it was Pitire because that's what the books. That's what the, the audiobook audio calls says, it. But it's super and that's I always said Peter. And Peter that's, Baelish. That's how you cover it. Okay. Anyway, that's how you cover it. I know where you're coming from. No, it's Ironwood. That's crazy. For I never said Ironwood. I, I, I want to keep Ron saying Ironwood. I say Ironwood because I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it, Ronwood. Ironwood. Wow. Which that actually makes sense if you think of a Greek. Yeah. yeah. Peter. Which, I, which I also was saying wrong yeah. before. I was saying, I don't even know what I, I can't even I say Ygritte wrong. That's for sure. It's Well, they say Egret. Egret. Yeah, I and say I would say Ygritte, which is not I say Ygritte. Right. Um, anyway, we got kind of off on a tangent, which we, we, wow, we are prone to do. We were talking about the Night's King and... Right, so basically it comes down to four options, right? It's either Benjen, Stark, who I think everyone kind of has moved past that. Yeah. Do you want to go through, like, all the options and then give them a fun uh, rating? As in (laughs) five Azura Highs or or five Hot Pies. Oh my gosh, is five Hot Pies good? So Benjen Stark is the Night's King. How many Hot Pies do you give it? Out of what? Benjen Stark is cold hand. Out of five. Okay, I give it. I give it one hot pie. One hot pie. That one hot pie. Wow. I agree. I give it one hot pie and maybe a half a Azor high. Okay, so what about he's the Night's King? Cold Hands is the Night's King. I'm giving it four hot pies. Yeah, four hot pies. I say three hot pies. Three I hot say, pies. I say three hot pies and one lemon cake. So okay, okay that's good. That's pretty good. Okay, that's good. And then what about Green Seer? Ah, oh, God, I, I also Green Seer. this is terrible, right? I give it uh, three hot pies. And two Lightbringers. I don't even know, know. what that means. <laughs> is that good? It is good. Is that a total of five? Well, because everything is either Azura High or Lightbringers. Okay, I give it three Hot Pies, two Lightbringers, seven Jack and Hogars, and four 
cereal for us. Wait, I got one. I got one. <laughs> okay. I give it three hot pies and two of Lamy's green hands. Okay, that's good. Lamy's <laughs> green right. hands. I give it two right. boiled leather, uh, <laughs> one um, milk of the poppy, and okay. um, and I guess one uh, mulled wine. That's mm, good. That's, that's pretty good. good. I do. I feel like I had not heard that theory with the green seer before this very evening, and I feel that I like it. That's I'm gonna. I'm I didn't make it up. But I'm gonna say I did. Yeah. I don't think you did. Although the other option still is that it's the Night King's son, still kind of connected to the Night King. Yeah. Right. And so the problem is, I'm actually totally torn between a white green seer kind of deal, the Night King or the Night King's son. I would it not could be, be fucking Brand the Builder if you think about it. So what? are we saying that if, if it's just a let's say why can't Brand the Builder go past the wall? That doesn't make any sense because of his body. Oh, okay. But was Brand the Builder a, a, a green seer like a there's Warp? logic to say that that the the Starks probably have hella warg blood in them, yeah. or he's Vermar two skins, Vermar six skins, great 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 grandfather. Oh my gosh! Well, some people actually think that he's a Zora High, and they just forgot the name and just called him Brand the Builder. They're saying Vermar was like, huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah, well, remember, I mean, the thing is that. It kind of seems like he was just a dude who built magic buildings, because remember he built Storm's End as well, and so he, like... No, he didn't. I, that was Dragon someone else. Stone? He didn't build Storm's End. Hmm. I think he did. Have, no, I don't think so. I, Storm's End was a guy that married a mermaid, and then oh, yeah. he built it like nine times, and the Storm Gods kept on oh, crushing you're right. it. You're right. Yeah. What did he build? He built something else then. He built the wall, and he built Winterfell. And hmm. I, I thought Did you is he milk Kalen too? No, I don't think what so. No, man, I don't know why I thought that. I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy man. Sometimes when you read too many theories, they all bleed together and it's like really tough to focus. No, some claim Brandon also helped Durin build storms in when he was a boy. Some See, I'm not crazy. Help. I'm not there crazy. Durin it's Durin something. What's his name? Durin um, Oaken Shield? Yeah, I was no. going to say Gimli's grandfather. <laughs> During God's Grief. What God's the heck? Grief. God's yeah. Grief, because that's such a good name. Yeah. I wish that was my name. There's a lot Speak of like, just friend cool, and like, enter. Story. All right. Uh, we've probably spent too much time on this. Okay. Uh, let's... It's interesting. I think it's an important thing. I think that's like one of the top things that people talk about. Though. Yeah, they love that shit. So, I yeah. love it. Uh, let's move on to one that I like a lot and one that's not nearly as old and crazy. Mm-hmm. It is. The Hound is not dead, and he is uh, the gravedigger on, what is it, the Silent Sept? Uh, yeah, the Silent Sept, that's right. Yeah. It's a so, little island, or the Quiet Isle. Quiet Isle, that's Quiet Isle, and it's in the Salt Pans area, which is where we last saw him. Mm-hmm. Where we last yeah. met our hero. Last time. <laughs> so, he, it, the way that we see is he's dying at the end of book three. You find out that um, someone w- with the hound's helmet is doing all the rape and murder. Just a lot of awful shit. All around salt pans. And fast forward to when Brienne goes to uh, the quiet aisle. Um, the elder brother kind of talks about how the ha- he knows the hound's dead. The hound is dead. The ha- well, he literally, so I'm going to read some quotes from it. He Please says, do. The hound is dead, Sandor is at rest. The man you hunt is dead, and the hound died there in my arms. So- now, he 
the elder brother, like later himself, says that he died. And he uses that in a very, I guess you would say, a very evangelical Christian way of, uh, you died. The or- old man died. He died into himself. And exactly. Then he was reborn. Exactly. So his old self died. Another crazy thing is Sandor's horse that will bite everyone and is really mean is at the Quiet Isle. I think that's probably one of the strongest, the strongest things. Yeah. Why would they bring this crazy horse unless it was Sandor doing it himself? Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, so the one thing that I've always thought that this theory had actually pretty good um, traction is the fact that it seemed like the whole series had been building up Sandor facing down his brother and finally kind of killing him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if you believe the fact that I know the mountain's supposed to be dead, having been poisoned and killed by um, Quentin Martel. Uh, or or Martel, uh Martel, Martel. Yeah. Um, but it, everything points to the fact that the mountain's actually still alive and he's actually uh, the new Kingsguard. Um, yeah, Robert, Robert Strong. Strong. Um, Frank and Gregor. Frank and Gregor, as many call him. Um, then the fact yeah. that it just seems almost certain that there needs to be some kind of final showdown between these two. Um, yeah. And some people have said that it's going to be Cersei's trial by combat where Robert Strong will support her. And the Hound will show up as the Faith's um, oh, person. Oh, what if he gets all religious? Well, he's on the Quiet Isle, which yeah, is man. the Seven, you that know? That would be really interesting. Because, well, and, another thing is that Brienne sees him. He almost throws dirt in Brienne, which is funny. Is this giant, tall guy. And Sandor is described as just being super tall. He's not as thick as his brother, but he's just yeah. really big. He's tall. He's like... He's but just a big she, dude. Brienne never saw the face of the person. Right, though, right? because, because that the elder brother away. says that the novices and newcomers uh, wear cowls and scarves around their face. Mm. And he says that that dude is a novice, which means he's new and uh, that he ha- his face is covered. Mm. So basically, Brienne sa- sees a dude he- who's the grave digger, who's just giant, really tall, mm. really big. So people, some people have said that the final showdown... Between the Clegane brothers. Oh, and there's another insane thing. Here's what it is. Okay, so there's a... I think it's during Auburn's fight. This one's really stupid. I love it. <laughs> is... It might, I might be half wrong. I think... Uh, Clegane has a shield with a seven-pointed star on it. Mm-hmm. To kind of, like, appeal to the seven bullshit, whatever. And as Auburn's attacking the shield, it's chipping the paint off of it. it. Yes, that does happen. To reveal the three hounds of mm-hmm. Clegane. So just like an- my other favorite theory involving a Blackfire is that George R. R. Martin uses this insane subtlety of a, a hidden... Um, a hound behind a seven-pointed star. Exactly. Is uh, the Clegane okay. fighter oh, I like very that. good? I like yeah. that a lot. It's, re- I, and it's I crazy, do, and I do feel like that he does subtle things like that. I, I, yeah, and the other one is I agree. It's, I, it could be one of those situations where like the fan theories are just totally oh yeah. in, insanity, and he didn't the, mean that. The top comment on Reddit whenever an insane theory comes out is 
Just fucking finish the next book. See what we've come to. You've, you're you've, you're, you're forcing us into us. doing this. <laughs> but I like. I do think that that he has done some things. So the other to the, that. this is a sidebar. This is a uh, that Aegon is a black fire. Um, it's, we've talked about this before. If yeah, you it's this really awesome one that I love. Up. So one of the guys that travels with Brienne, he's the guy that actually leads him to the Silent Sept. He's the um the traveling brother or whatever. He yeah, tells Sir us, Heil or whatever. No, that's that's the other guy that's traveling. Oh, okay. Um, he's the knight that was engaged to or that wanted to fuck Brienne for a moment. Well, I mean, Podrick's oh. with them, isn't he? Yeah, it's Podrick, Sir Heil, and this brother. I forget. Okay, his name. I don't remember his name. Um. Podrick, who's got a big dick, by the way. Big ass dick, Podrick. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm back in that I like it. (laughs) Isn't that weird? (laughs) Your brain is rotted from too much A Song of Ice and Fire Reddit. Yes. Uh, And Uh, candy. And candy. Your brain is full of candy. It's reminded me that I have a choco bar from Holing Foods. Oh, yeah, it's really good, too. It's got Uh, cacao nibs in it. (laughs) So, uh, here, it's sidebar just to say that people think that. Jar Jar Martin's done this before. So the end of the crossroads. The the brother that she's the Septon that she's walking with. Sometimes it makes it sound like he just talks because it's awkward because Sir Heil and Brienne hate each other and it's crazy depressing because uh, they're walking through the Riverlands, so it's completely desolated. So yeah. it just talks. Brienne's not much of a talker anyway. That's so. true. So he talks about the end of the crossroads and he goes through the history of the end of the crossroads. And at one point, it was called the Clanking Dragon because mm-hmm. the guy made a a he was like a he, maybe the guy that owned it was also a blacksmith whatever or he commissioned a mini pieced piece of a dragon to be um it, but it was black at the time you know before the black fires happened not a big deal so remember the black fire sigil is a black dragon on a red field whereas the targaryen one is a red dragon on a black, black field. field so black fire rebellion happened people the the owner of the inn of the crossroads at the time wanted to distance himself from the <laughs> from the black fires because it was like a a black dragon right so what they did was, like was they ripped it down threw it in the trident the 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 trident yes and uh as is what to happen, that it uh, showed up on the Quiet Isle, where six of the seven Rhaegar Targaryens rubies have also come up. Maybe like stuff oh. just washes up there. So yeah, the, like the currents just where like, did exactly. you hear that? The rubies washed up at the Quiet Isle. I never knew that. It's called uh, I don't know. It's this crazy fan theory called Feast for Crows. I don't know if you ever heard <laughs> it. It's uh now the no no. I actually it. want to know. I'm not like questioning yeah. you. Yeah, no I no. Just didn't uh, know. The elder brother says it. He's like, oh, things wow. wash up all the time. We have six. We're, we're waiting for the seven three B to finally show up. Wow, wow, so he's, that's so yeah. cool. I do, yeah. I love how much of like things that I'm like, that's crazy, are just like straight up in the book, right? Because that's how that happens all the time. They're saying like, as of late, we get mostly dead bodies. That's why our our grave digger, that giant ass dude over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you could say in a way. I mean, Gregor Clegane washed up at the Quiet Isle as well. He did. Oh man, just uh, bits and pieces and odds and ends. Yeah, what? he he showed up. There. I was trying to be poetic there for a second. Gregor, Gregor did. Kind of, uh, or Sandor, 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 not Gregor. Okay, I'm not done. Oh so, yeah, continue okay. about the dragon so, washing up. The clanking dragon, dragon <laughs> thrown in the river. Sometime later, here's what the poetic nature of this is beautiful. A 
a rusted red dragon shows up on the shores of Westeros. So what the jo- what it is? No red because it's rusted. Uh. So the the symbolism is this: a red dragon, aka a Targaryen, shows up on the shore of Westeros. But go down a layer, scrub it. It's a black dragon, aka. Aegon's a black fire. Black, yeah. Also, uh, Kaith says that beware the mummer's dragon. Whatever. And yeah. she's like, by the way, Aegon's totally black fire. I saw it. <laughs> a black fire. The other day. I saw it. Uh, <laughs> please read all the Duncan Egg novellas, <laughs> which explains that black fires are a thing. But yeah, yeah so here's basically a thing that is, I mean, again, neither of these things are proven, so they it's both just- might be horseshit. It just would be really nice if it was true. Like it just exactly. it, it fits really nicely. Yeah, because like the the poetic red rust, but when you scrub the rust down, it's, it's a, black a black dragon. dragon. I think that's awesome. Anyway. And I think that's oh. one point we should like briefly just just kind of as a side note say is that of all these theories, there have been like some very popular, almost widely accepted theories that have been just absolutely proven wrong. One of the big ones being uh, Jane Westerling was pregnant with Rob Stark's oh. son and she yeah, got away man. and, you know, nothing could have quashed that idea more than watching that episode where oh, they didn't just kill her. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, not yeah. like, we're not going to introduce the show because she's not important enough. And then we, we, ki- we kill her surrogate that, you know. Part of me actually thinks that they knew about that big theory just to like, say a to big like, fuck you to everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, well, they say that George R. R. Martin does not read any of the theories. I, which I think is totally smart. Like, he probably shouldn't. Yeah. Probably no, he does. Him. He doesn't. It's true. But he also, I don't know how, but has the people from the wiki. Uh, this, By the way, this is the Westeros.org wiki of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Elia um, and Linda. Yeah. El- yeah, Elia and Linda. They're like, yeah. He consults I mean, them all the time. They're very much involved in the process. So even though he does not, I mean, the, he's got the like a proxy source telling of all uh, of it, Yeah, in book five, he says, I couldn't do it without you guys because yeah. he can't keep track. He's... He's mentioned there's some things that he's chalked up to unreliable narrator. Um that like whether Sansa like whether uh the hound kissed Sansa or not. Right. Like whether that was real or yeah. anyway. Yeah. So basically some of his foibles might just be, Oh, well, you can't trust everybody. Or, as he said before, he made Westeros too big and he made uh the wall too big. He's right. like, Yeah, it's too tall, that doesn't make any sense, and Westeros is I think he said it's the size of South America, maybe, but it's like, shouldn't be that big. Yeah. Like, this, whatever. But, See, um. Yeah. And this is why I always think there, there are certain places we should look for kind of hints that this is what he's actually trying to do. Um, so, like we were talking about earlier about the sigils, the sigils is like a key place where he loves to do a lot of kind of subtle hints about what's actually exactly. going on. Um, it's absolutely everywhere. Wherever you find these sigils, like they're, they're representing the people and the house and it's super rich and it's always well, chapter, is- chapter motherfucking one. Bran Stark comes upon a lion gored to death by a stag. Is there anything? It's a wolf. You know, a wolf. Sorry. The, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Why is there lion here <laughs> with horns? That would yeah. really, that would really set imagine, off like, the internet. <laughs> yeah, a, a a wolf gored to death by a, a, a antlered lion. Like this is weird for. Or a wolf reasons. and a lion shish kebabbed by uh, an elk. 
And then um, there's like a dragon like inside the lion's belly. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, totally. No, but that's a perfect example of exactly how these kind of like subtle little clues as to what's coming in the plot work. So thank, thankfully that, that kind of was answered immediately, right? About how the elk being, I guess, Joffrey, but even indirectly Robert ultimately brought yeah. down, uh, Ned. Um, that's kind of resolved in one season, but these things stretch out for the whole series. And, um, and, but then the other place that people tend to really typically look to try and put together these theories are like physical descriptions of people. Right. And that is usually where they fall apart. So either exactly. false narrator was the Sansa one. Um, but the Jane Westerling theory was totally based on physical description of what and she that is, it was like. completely debunked like tim you were and, just telling me earlier yeah it's that the the the, the non-english foreign editions edited that part out it, it doesn't like, say that jamie's like her hips aren't big or whatever yes yeah. exactly um and unfortunately that's also you know some of the other themes of a lot of these theories is like well they don't they don't sound they they look the same and it's like well well they try to prove they they like Try to prove their their assumption rather than taking the facts to make a new obsession. Like, oh, what if what da da da? Yeah. And then it's pick and choose. It really is like so many of the theories are about like, well, this person looks like this person. Like the whole like, you know, Jack and Hagar is Pete. Oh, that was real. You think so? Oh yeah. I mean, I think it is too. But like, what what other like? It's a hook guy. No, that one's real. But that's all about his face again. I mean, his face, his yeah. gold tooth, but and yeah. his magic. And it's I'm not probably, saying all the physical descriptions are wrong, but this is just another example of, like, this is how people do it. Um, exactly. Yeah. So just keep it in mind, like, yeah. it may not be real. But, that, but it is I do weird that, that like, Jamie specifically said something that Catelyn Stark said the opposite of. It's like, that. I mean, I get, I get why they did it, you know? Yeah. But now that leaves us with a weirdly, garishly, I just read this today, a, a girl with garish green hair in the court of Wyman Manly that speaks out for the Northerners yeah. in front of Frey's What's Davos. What's her fucking deal? I need to know what that girl's deal, because I thought that was Jane. She's probably just like a Tyroshi. No, someone. why She's, would she no, care? No, she probably is. What's the girl, f- who's the girl from the show? What's her name? Uh, what girl? Tyene? What? No, who's Rob Stark's Jane Poole in the show? What's her name? Or Jane Westerling in the show. Uh, the... Oh my god, what is her name in the show? His wife. What's Rob Stark's wife name in the show? <sighs> Shit, I forgot. She's from Philantis. Yeah. I don't remember her isn't... name. Wow, that's She's probably her, which, weirdly enough. Ah, that's... But what? That's dumb. How would she care? <laughs> I don't know. I made that up to be stupid. Man, I don't know. Oh, also, getting back to Sandor Clegane is the grave digger in the uh, silent uh, land, is the dog that travels around with the septum. Oh, yeah. Is petted by Talisa, the by the way. Talisa. Talisa. I knew it was on the T. <laughs> oh my gosh. Goddamn. Uh, I should remember that. I think I hated her from. Well, I just, just I just always thought of her as Jane anyway. Yeah. So I was. I like I, the actress. I the actress did a great job. Oh I just yeah. Didn't like her from her. You guys You're know who she's I Charlie. Think you are. She's Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter, right? She is. Yep, Una Chaplin. That's her name. Yeah. She's. A, she, hey, I think she's attractive, and so if a girl actor is attractive, I'm in. No, she was Tim, a great that's actress. I almost to do with no her. female actors are attractive, though. So that's true. None. I can't like think really of any besides yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Besides she's like Chaplin. one of maybe like five I can think of offhand. So yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that's a guy. Damn it, <laughs> he's attractive. I can't he is. Yeah. Um. So is that really all there is to say about 
send Oracle Probably. Game. I mean, again, I just think it's such an interesting one. It makes so much sense to me. Right. And a lo- the good I theories have a what if and why. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. if it's like, hey, what if? It's fun, but who gives a fuck? But like, it needs yeah. a reason for doing it. And I do think, I, I like the idea that the hound is going to be kind of reborn and like be mm-hmm. a different sort of person and finally get to take his damn brother out. Exactly. Like, and he, that's needs, a- he needs to be able to do that. And he'll probably die again. in that battle, I bet. And finally yeah, get probably. Okay peace. Yeah. You know? No, and that's exactly All the Sand fans. Oh, so sad. So sad. Yeah. And that's the same You know about this, Dylan? No, what about is it? About Sand Sand? People who like to, to put Sandor Clegane and Sansa together in love. That's a they were, thing. They, well, Sandor was in love with her. Totally. But on the internet, people like to write fan fiction about the two of them together. And it's called Sand Sand. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides like the blatant pedophilia of it, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all good fan fiction starts with this is five. Just pretend they're eighteen. The uh, <laughs> they're eighteen. Yeah, five years later. Um. Anyway, really so I interrupted you while you were wall. saying something, and I'm sorry. <laughs> An eighteen-year-old yet thirteen appearing year old. Right. So what I was saying is uh, Tim's point about the fact. Of all these, the theories that actually last are the ones that go "what if" and "why" are exactly yeah. right. like that's why Rhaegar and Lyanna have had staying power is because the "what if" really adds up and the "why" mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. I mean, not only for right. the basic premise of who is his mom, but the whole story of the uh, the whole the series, the name, the yeah. title yeah. of the series, so. exactly, and and that's why I think. The ice and fire gets five hot pies for being uh, Danny and uh, John. Is it's yeah. the story of two outcast Targaryens that finally fall in love. So John is gonna marry his his sweet sweet aunt. That's f- oh wait, I totally fun. disagree with that. By the way, I I think the ice and fire is totally contained within John himself. Really, I can yeah. see that. Ooh. Well, that's true. I just got a boner. I don't I, even that's see that. Awesome. Like- Say that. Tell me now. <laughs> so I don't even see Danny in this scenario. I think Danny's yeah, going to die, die probably. Um, yeah, kind of hilarious. I bet George R. Martin w- is getting tired of writing Danny, judging by how terrible her chapters get. The more the, every, <laughs> each one's worse than the next. Yeah. He's like, just kill her off, man. Besides her epilogue, her epilogue. What, what, if, what if she tries to like really ride drug on, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And she's like, it's like lights her on fire. <laughs> like, yeah. The dragon must have three heads. You're not one of them. You are not one of the heads. No. Well, she just got super badass at the very end, so I think book six, yeah. if Danny's in it, um, is going to be really, really cool. Um, because so. she's now got like a Kalisar. Un- well, she doesn't have well, a Kalisar. Either, either she's going to kill everybody, or they're just going to join with her. Considering so, she's like, this when we leave her, she's dragon. drinking bad water. She's bleeding from herself. Somewhere. She's either <laughs> her butt or had a miscarriage or just yeah. Uh, I'm a bad assuming. Dysentery. I'm assuming it's a miscarriage. Does it say it's coming from her vagina or does it say um, between her legs? Because sometimes I don't do know. It's the it weird but kind of creepy Jar Jar Ugh. wording of these things that you just kind of read. And yeah, like, like when he describes <laughs> Danny's thirteen year old nipples. Yeah, <laughs> or Sansa's oh, nipples too. Like, stop it! I love you very much. Please stop. Please stop I it. choose not to. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, his wife. It's either fun. she just. I mean, I've actually seen either way. I, the situation doesn't really matter either way because, like, this, the prophecy still holds. Like, she's not having a kid anytime soon. So yeah. Unless she finds out the prophecy is not real, and that's why she's she like, I've been a, guiding myself by this prophecy, and it's not even right. Or unless she finds a way to break it, you yeah. know, like I don't know. Um, 
Dylan, before we started recording, you said you had your very own theory. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's totally tied into sigils and uh, Hebrew Bible stuff. So Jen's going to watch it and you're going to hate it. Okay. So this all has to do with Beric Dondarian. Okay. I'm back in. (laughs) All right. So I'll let you guys fill in the gaps. Okay. So uh, let me tell you a story from the book of Judges. So in Judges 5, there's a story of this warrior named Barak. And he was this warrior alongside a female warrior named Deborah. They fought and whatever. Anyway, Barak's name in Hebrew actually means lightning. Now, Tim, can you tell me what the sigil of Barak Dondarian is? I feel like he's referred to as the Lightning Lord constantly and for two a, reasons. It's the same trilateral route. Oh his, my god. His sigil and his extreme speed at harrying the supply lines oh of the god. Lannister hosts. Go on. Now, would you call him a, a holy warrior of sorts? You know what? I think I would, especially no. since Thoros of Mir, who didn't believe in Rolor, found religion again through bringing Dondarian back. Yeah. Yeah, so my theory is basically pretty limited to this and it doesn't really go anywhere else but that i think that's where he got it from um just with the lightning and the name and this kind of oh, aspect all kind of wrapped up into one um i wonder what his like background like religious background is george R. R. martin hardcore like, baptist yeah. I, I have no idea i wonder what it i i wonder if he would know that well like, people i was reading something today that was just basically saying we know for sure that George R. R. Martin is pulling from things. Oh well, he pulls from a, from the Bible like all the time. I feel like I'm constantly seeing parallels yeah, with he, Bible stuff. Like, it's like all the Sir time. Jesus like, died for all of, so that. Well, you not even that, or just like just just different ancient Near Eastern stories in general. I feel like I keep saying like parallels yeah. there. For sure. So he worships the it. old gods for sure. <laughs> oh, totally. He's got a heart tree in his backyard. Yeah, Jesus. So th- th- that doesn't lead to anything. That's just a no, no. It's like a self-contained thing I noticed, but. It's my own theory. That's so. really crazy. It's le- less a you theory. should post that on Reddit. You I should. already did. I got like 150 upvotes, so it's pretty. That's cool. really good. Yeah. Congratulations! It was very it. positive reception. So, because <laughs> it's less a theory about like something from the book and more like where did George R. R. Martin get this from? It just makes yeah. it so much deeper. And George R. R. Martin, like sometimes we don't say nice things about him just because we don't like some of the. You write a fantasy book, you don't have to make it full of rape and misogyny, uh, <laughs> but. He's a genius. There's no other way around it, you I know? Mean, yeah, I mean, just the expanse of everything. Like, There's nothing that is this good. Nothing. Nothing. Is, is nothing at all. Wow, that's bold. Oops. I know you were, like, really deep in the Game of Thrones fugue right now, but... I'll just like, I mean, I love it. And but. that's another reason why it's so sad that the show is going to end before the books are. Oh, <laughs> and God. And it's like, it's going to be... It's true. So, so sad. A shitty alternative. <sighs> but you know we are still your your humble uh, uh, hosts. We will watch the show and so forth and we'll so on. It. Maybe in like fifty years they'll they'll re do a remake of it <laughs> when we're old people for sure. Oh, they definitely <laughs> like, will. I watched I watched this show when it first came out, and I was a fan of the books. And now I'm going to go see it. I'm like Grandma, what are you doing? Grandma, Grandma you're cool. A lot of you have dementia. Here, like. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> Grandma. Grandma knows a lot about Game of Thrones. Get off my moon. <laughs> Go back to Earth. Go back to Earth One. Oh, Grandma loves the moon. Are we? Do we want to go on to 
that Holland Reed is the uh, high yeah, step. Yeah, I think let's or, do Holland Reed next, and then maybe that. I don't know how much longer we wanted to go. Yeah, I might want to end there and save the rest for for another one. Yeah, I think the Holland Reed one. People tweeted at us about that one. So oh yeah, I think we should talk about it. Uh, Jennifer, do you want to start that one? Uh, well, um, I don't know how to describe it super well because I haven't looked at the description of it, but essentially the theory is that the new High Septon uh, is actually Holland Reed. So they, they, they bring this for a couple things. Uh, the, the way the person kind of outlines, it's by, uh, Rhodes I. Roadside Rose. Uh, nice which one. is a, that's a, that's a, a song that Marillion creates in the Game of Thrones. About really? Sansa. Yep. Ah, beautiful. Bless, God bless Marillion. Um, oh, but he's super dead though. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I got distracted by nine things. Uh, the way that this person, <laughs> kind of breaks down this theory is really good because it gives you the both the why the how and they don't just start with the something that's we mentioned earlier which is kind of silly is yo chuck it uh the new high septum's short and he has a he has a beaked nose but it's not just that though because it's just like the way things are described so cersei meets him and she describes him as being a short man Thin as a broom handle, mm-hmm. uh, with a gray and brown beard that's closely trimmed, and his face is sharply, sharply pointed, and his eyes are brown as mud. Brown as mud. Cranic man. Also, he, he has a long hair tied up in a bun. So let's go f- through a few things with this. Um, let's start with the physical descriptions. He, he's small, chronic. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, you know, that kind of gives you the, the first taste. The very, that's the very first, um, Reese's Pieces, if you will. Down the road, if you're ET, is he small? Whatever, and he has brown hair. And the description of he looks like a uh, something from the Earth. Another thing is, I don't know if you guys realize this, but Brienne meets him on the road. She did. Yep, that's right. Yes, she does. That is true. I believe that. Where does she meet him? She meets him on the King's Road as she is heading from King's Landing. Mm. She's heading north, so that. Says that the whoever this fella is is heading from the north. Yeah. So that you know cuts down mm-hmm. a major populous section of the where this guy's coming from. That doesn't necessarily mean anything, but whatever. Another thing is that the they describe that the the Kronog men will not fight you out in the open. They attack from the shadows and they use trickery. Yes. So and poison things, right? Exactly. So what the idea is that the High Septon is Halen Reed, and instead of Halen Reed attacking with his Kronog host, like typical, you know, levies and knights or whatever, yeah. he's infiltrating the faith and gonna use the restored um he gets knights and whatever. Well, and he gets he 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 makes it to where the people of the faith are armed, too, right? That's exactly. Thing he, he does. I forget what they're called, but the he's sparrows. That's like it's called. Yeah, it, he 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 arms the sparrows, and instead of they were voting in the new high septon, and they're like, this guy's probably going to get it, or this guy's going to get it. You know, kind of lordly dudes, whatever. But the sparrows break in and essentially, by force, elect this high septon. Yeah. So, 
it, I mean, yeah, it, I don't know if it goes very much into how Highland Reed convinced these sparrows. Maybe that all these particular sparrows are just Cronach men. But it's Rob Stark sends a Glover. Uh, he writes out his will. He sends one with a Mormont lady, I think, and one with a, a Glover. The Glover is supposed to go. Danny to Glover, I think. Danny Glover. Yeah, for sure. To no. go to the neck and then uh, find the reeds in order to yeah seal some well, sort of pact i mean the reeds and the starks are like super bros from because ned and um hal and reed were like bff back in the day so right so was, the important thing to remember about hal and reed is that he fought alongside eddard stark during robert's rebellion and he's the only other person to survive the tower of joy and if you don't know what that is um to put it succinctly, it's basically where the whole crux of the John as Lyanna's son kind of comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody wants to know where he is, what he's doing, because he has all this vital information now that Ned's and no one dead. knows where he. Yeah, and no one knows where he is, and mm-hmm. I just want, I just want to talk to him. The the fandom has put a lot of uh, hope on Highland Reed. They basically, I don't know if you said this while recording or before recording was. The joke that he just shows up and he's like, hey, Brian, you want to hear something fucked up? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> tell you some shit right now. Yeah. And, you know, and there's just like a lot of small points of this where um, Cersei's yelling at the new High Septon for befouling the statue of Baylor the Blessed by putting the, 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 the remains and bones of Septons and Silent Sisters and whatever that were killed because of the War of Five Kings. And he basically is like, uh, hmm, the steps have already been befouled by the, when Ed Stark was killed. Yeah. And Cersei specifically says, you dare throw Ed Stark in my face. And it's like, the Ed Stark connection is strong. What he should have said was, remember when your brother banged you while you're on your period over your desk? Oh my god. That was pretty defiling. Yeah. I don't think you can say shit about defiling. Anything except for defiling your own vagina. Yeah, how dare you? Because <laughs> Jamie did that. <laughs> I think and then, I think Jar Jar just thought of every like profane thing he could in one instant and just put it like, there. Listen, Ugh. sex on your period, sex with your brother, sex in a church by a dead person. And the dead who's person is is who's your son, son born through incest. Like that's a lot of messed up shit all at once. That's a lot. I mean, it's not all all of it, but it's most of it. That part got spoiled. I think I've talked about this before. That part got spoiled for me, and I was like, that is super messed up. And I think I almost accidentally spoiled it for Tim Tim. You're yeah, like, like, hey, does this happen? Like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, it must have been a mistake. But then it, d- it definitely it did. did. I'm like, yeah. Um, so with this theory, I mean, this is one of the theories that's built on what people look like. So it's already kind of on shaky ground for me. Right. Um, because. Yeah. If it were, like, like I said before, sigils are super strong, and I've never seen somebody who had a theory with sigils be proven wrong yet. Um, I don't, what is the Reed sigil? What do you mean? What, what's their sigil? Like, it's... No, I'm no, saying, no, like, theories, the errands are birds. What's, what are the yeah, Reed sigil? I don't sigil? Even know. House Reed. Um, is uh, it a, is it a, a reed? trident, maybe, or frogs? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. I think okay. it's, right. oh no, it's, I think it's the castle. Um... Miss Waterkeep, Miss Vale. 
A gray water um, watch. Gray water which watch. Which is a fucking awesome name. People th- yeah. people say that maybe on the back of a giant turtle. This is a black lizard lion on a gray green field. Oh, it's an a alligator. Lizard. That's right. It's an alligator yeah. on a green field. Um, so sense. so here's the problem though. So, okay, alligators we like have dragons. The physical description. I mean, really, the the crux is coming from the description of his eye color being mud brown, which okay. Yeah. But then all the other physical description is not compared to him, right? It's compared to no. his daughter. Exactly. So yeah. Um. So there's that, and also the reeds are not, you know, they don't worship the seven. They they worship the old gods. Um. Yeah. Obviously, because they're green seers, right? You can't be. A, yeah. You have to be worship the old gods to be a green seer. Exactly. Which doesn't like disqualify it because maybe he's just totally faking it, but you know he's a pretty righteous dude, so I, that would surprise me a little bit. Um, so that he's he would uh, I don't know I, I could see him not caring enough to to him impersonating in High Septon is not a big deal. He's like, oh well, that's a a a, a cult. That so I'll use them for my own games. I don't care. There's no value in that. Guys, I'm looking at Helen Reed's wiki right now, and apparently George R. R. Martin said he will appear eventually. No, yeah, I don't doubt that. that. Yeah. yeah. And George R. R. Martin needs a, a way to make him appear. And He's so interesting because we don't know anything about him, but he obviously has so much information that he has to show up. Right. And it's it's hard to think like how would Howland show up, you know? Um No one's really near him. No, he's going to have to go somewhere because he lives in literally nowhere. So Yeah, in a place that can't be found. Yeah. So the hope is that uh, Glover found him. Galbert Glover found him, got the message. Danny and then Glover. Helen Reed, Danny Glover, excuse yes. me. Uh, got the message, and then he started scheming. And the scheme, because right now he's the most powerful man in King's Landing. The Tyrells left. Mm-hmm. Um, Orain <laughs> Rivers, aka Orain Valerian, stole okay, all the boats, which I love. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, I have no idea that. where I have no idea where he went. He probably just went. Maybe he's going to go help Aegon because Valerian have Targaryen blood. Yeah, mm. but it's called the uh, the Faith Militant. I think it's called. Yeah. yeah, the Faith Militant. Because Cersei's like, yeah, fine, you can have weapons, whatever, and not like realizing that she had like fucked herself over. Yeah, because they talk about Aegon. Um, the, the, the high set at that time, Aegon, the conqueror, the person locked themselves up in the church and just prayed for seven days. And at that time, then he crowned Aegon the rightful king. Mm. So the, this new high septon hasn't done it yet. And everyone's like, uh, why haven't you done it? And that's why. Cersei gives him the, the faith's militant so that he'll crown or anoint Tommen. That's right. But I don't think he does it <laughs> at that point. You know, I think he still waits. Hmm. I think so. Cersei's whole um, plot with what's her name, the princess um, Marjorie. Marjorie kind of interrupts that plan, so she yeah. has that on the go, right? But she's also yeah. like, you need to arrest Marjorie for some made up. Well, I mean, it's not made up. Like, she literally does sleep around, but, I mean, who doesn't? It's Westeros, so... <laughs> who doesn't? Um, well, do we have proof of this? It almost sounds like Ma- Maester Pycelle could be in on that. Yeah, and, I don't know. Because Maester Pycelle, one of the b- most damning things is that Maester Pycelle said mm. she gave her moon tea. Yeah, Could be but in could be against Cersei or with Cersei? Could be against Cersei. So he tells... That'd be surprising. 
That's kind of my theory is that Maester Pycelle tells Cersei that she's he's giving Marjorie moon tea, or it's possible that Maester Pycelle is neutral and Marjorie is smart because the show is making Marjorie smart. Well, I think she is smart on reread. I think she seems. Oh no, 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 no! I mean, it all comes from the one whoever she accuses of of sleeping, who convinces one of the starts with an O or key or I can't remember his name. But he basically Osmey Kettleblack. Yeah, oh, Kettleblack. Yeah. He goes to the High Sept and says, "Hey, I slept with Marjorie," and they're like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry about it. Like, cool. We're gonna torture you now, and you're gonna admit oh, everything." Yeah. And then he does. Yeah. And then they find out everything, and they're like, "Oh, right. hey, Cersei." Come. So, I think Pycelle did exactly what he was supposed to with Cersei, and it just totally blew up in her face because the 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 High Sept now is like super powerful and has a whole yeah, army yeah. behind and, it. And and uh Osney Kettleblack or whichever one he is, one of the Kettleblack yeah. brothers, he didn't have sex with Mar- with Marjorie. No. Because he kept on trying to. Yeah. And he's like she, it's not working. He she flirts with me. He has major blue balls towards her, but yeah. it never works. Yeah, it doesn't work. And they work. also get this guy named the Blue Bard and oh, they yeah. torture him to like awful. Yeah. And starting book four, man it's bad. Like, a lot of torture. Hella torture. Yeah. And a lot of hella torture towards seniors. So yeah. they torture this guy into basically saying all the stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, she had sex with Osney. She had sex with the Redwine twins. And then Cersei's like, hmm. Did he, did he? I don't think she did. He's like, no, no, not with the Redwine twins. Cause, cause Cersei's like, I need the Redwine fleet. So I don't want to accuse Horace and Hobber. Uh, yeah. T- yeah, of doing it. So, but it's a such sweet justice because like all of her shitty plans just dissolve <laughs> like, yeah. immediately. It blows up it's in like her face. She forgets, like, oh, like I've done bad shit too. People have shit on so, me. I think like Cersei in book four borders on bad writing. How dumb she is. It, well, she's she's so prideful. I don't she think doesn't... she's dumb. I think she's lost it. Like she's truly insane. Tra- and and George R. Martin introduced this idea of the Valonqar, this younger brother who, and this y- more and the beautiful idea of, young exactly, queen, of a younger queen who are going to topple her. her. And she's like, "Take that, fucker." We should talk about that another time. The who is the queen that who's a Valonqar? Because the... it, exactly because some people say, "Oh, it's Marjorie." Some people say it's Sansa. Some people it's, say it's Danny. Some people say it's Danny. I I, I, t- I tend to think maybe it would be Sansa. Could be Marcella. Sansa would be Marcella. some sweet justice. It would be so. I sweet. still am holding out hope that Sansa is gonna be kill Littlefinger. She might. I want. I bet. I'm gonna say it right now. Sansa would be on the Iron Throne. I hope that she is well, just to make all the like me. asshole fanboys <laughs> angry. Yeah, because I don't well, think it, Sansa. Fuck you. She's the queen. Because I don't think <laughs> I don't think she's gonna be like the king, queen, queen as in ruling. I think she'll be. Married to whoever's ruling. That's fine. That'll work. Yeah. As long as she survives and is at least queen in the north. At least. Right. Because she's being set up now to be the queen of the north and, or at least the, the, um, the regent of the north and the, uh, regent of the Vale. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to, I don't know. We'll see. We should talk about that another time though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. This is, again, you can kind of hear our, how we're interrupting each other due to excitement. This is how it happens at parties and hot tubs is <laughs> we never, like we're doing good in that we're finishing theories, but usually before we, we never finish them and we jump on over like Tyrion's a Targaryen. You know? <gasps> yeah. Which I love. I love that theory. Yeah, but I, uh, 
Do we have anything else to say about Helen Reed being... This is a, br- a premature, one of the newest, th- like, hot yeah, theories. Yeah, that's one of the newest yeah. ones that I've seen. Um, I, I read this literally five minutes before starting this, so this is all new to me. I don't buy it, but um, it is very <laughs> new. You give it only, like, one hot pie or two, <laughs> Yeah, maybe. like, oh, man, it's so low. It's like one wolf-shaped bread that I give to as I leave. <laughs> Bye-bye, I give okay. you this bullshit bread, only that, one. That and you can't even recognize what animal it is. That's how bad. Oh, God. It's a wolf. Yeah, uh, th- Yeah. this is uh, two or three Har- Arbor Golds for me. Okay. I-, I think it's decent, but I don't know. Very circumstantial. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave you guys with this one as a little taste. Whenever anyone drinks Arbor Gold, mm. or anytime it's mentioned, lies are afoot. Mm. And I, I was going to bring this up too. There's two types of also sort of information. There's George R. R. Martin being coy, and there's also information that is kind of the actors in the Game of Thrones know that we don't. So sometimes you have to kind of take silly, like when when Cersei says that the the High Septon's eyes look like mud, that's not Cersei being cute and saying that he looks like a a, a chronicman. Mm-hmm. It could be George R. R. Martin being his cute ass self, mm-hmm. saying he looks like a chronicman. So that's another thing to keep in mind too. But unless we don't have anything else, I think uh, we should leave everyone with um, hot pies of Zorhai and uh, keep a special eye out for Arbor Gold mentions. I'm, a, I'm really interested yeah. about that. I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, now. that's actually I'm one really that ready. I kind of had in the back of my head. Uh, but it's a very it's an old theory too. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, we have sure more things. Well. Yeah. We'll do another episode uh, where we talk about more stuff. Yeah, so. we could do an entire episode of who is Azura High, you know. And I want to talk more about the Cersei's like Valencar, Valencar, and the younger, more beautiful queen. I yeah. think that's that mm-hmm. deserves its own thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have any other theories you'd like to see us cover, mm-hmm. then you should tweet at us. Yeah, and, and we did our email. Our last Crackbot theories episode came out in like August 2012. Oh God, that's so, a long time ago. The audio is terrible. Uh, I listened to it on the bus the other day. Oh, I was like, this is bad. Sorry, I don't like this. The, the content is decent. We weren't as, you know, mature podcasters then. So we're going to bring you better content in the future with these future, so Maybe we'll have Dylan back on again. Yeah. We were, we still haven't figured out a name for this. We we're hoping that it would, it would come, come to us. It hasn't. So I don't know. If you have a good idea, let us know. <laughs> Tim's thinking. He's talking out loud. Quietly to himself. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody. Uh, uh, find us on Twitter at, at Cast of Thrones or at Geekly Inc. Um, that's where our major social media presence is. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. Dylan, are you are you public at all? <laughs> uh, you can send a raven to the local <laughs> apiary in Brooklyn, yeah, New yeah. York. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not on Twitter, Brooklyn. so don't don't even try. If you wanted to talk to Dylan, you have to talk to us. Yeah. Dylan even He's, has a difficult email address. Dylan is <laughs> our friend, so he had to get over it. Yeah, st- Dylan's ours. You'll um, find yeah. Dylan in a hot tub drinking beers and talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, thanks again, everyone. Uh, we've been Cast of Thrones, and keep riding that donkey. Now we're done.
Uh, this is recorded on March 13th, 2014. This will be one of our, uh, you know... It's March 16th. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Fucking liar. Uh. Uh, whenever I write a check I all that I'm mailing... I always put it like two days before for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> She's such a liar. Yeah. I, I can't not lie. I did a Craigslist post the other day. I just lied in it for no real apparent <laughs> oh reason. Oh my god. Hey, free massage. I'm actually gonna murder you though. No, we were I was giving a, we were giving away our couch and I made up a, a, a bullshit reason why we're getting rid of it. I didn't need to. Why? I just thought it was fun. <laughs> what was your reason? I said that uh me and my you got died. money. My uncle's my uncle died on this couch. No, I said that Jennifer and I got money for um, our taxes, <laughs> so we we bought a new couch. That's not even true. Why? That's we haven't even done cool. our taxes. We yet. haven't done them yet, which is bad. Don't judge us. We were supposed to, lying's cool and fun. I love yeah. lying. 